0: Hi there! You're tuning in to Kentucky Wesleyan's Campus Ministries. We are here to serve, love, and relate with you. Tuning in to the good news of Jesus, news that will encourage you, bless you, and carry you throughout the week. So today, all the way back at the beginning of the semester, we had student leaders who prayerfully came together and we kind of retreated together and prayed and asked for for God to guide and direct us about things that we felt like our campus needed to hear, what God was moving us to learn more about. And uh, from all the way back in August, I just I just had this, this strong urging around defining things, making sure whether that's our relationship with God or questions that we had regarding Christianity, things of our faith, uh, Church words, all of those things, and so all the way back to the fall, we've been defining a lot of things, and so the the last two things that we had on our list to cover were justification and sanctification, um, and God also kind of put another thing on my heart last night, and so you're going to kind of get three little mini sermons, uh, three little messages in one, and of course, like all the other times, we're just scratching the surface on what we could get into and what, uh, what the Bible has to say about those things. So you take this as just a jumping off point and you and the Holy Spirit go and dig in for more truth uh, in his word. Um, so number one, we're gonna, we're gonna touch just a little bit on uh, justification and uh, from, from all the way back in the beginning of the semester you know, we've touched on unity, diversity, defining Christ Jesus, defining Christian, what that means. Uh, worship, faith and following, conviction and repentance, God's agape love. Last week, I was, I was so blessed by what, how God spoke through the students who shared about God's grace. And this justification and sanctification and these messages just build right on top of last week. Uh, regarding God's grace and so uh, if I hope we had uh, we had a volunteer that passed out those handouts so I hope you have one and uh, you can you can take some notes um, and and follow along Uh, there are some core scriptures that are close to my heart and I'm I'm a simple dude and there are some things I, ne- I need to keep it simple so that I can stay on track. And so there's some core scriptures that are extremely important to me. And uh, right at the very beginning, if, if you're not familiar with Romans 3:23 and 24, I encourage you to get real familiar with it um, because it is very succinct, very powerful, extremely deep, and it explains so much about who we are supposed to be and about uh, the gospel message and redemption, uh, who we are as sinners, and uh, how we need so much uh, the grace of God, the forgiveness uh, of our sins. And that's found in a relationship with Jesus Christ. And so Romans three twenty three and 24, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by jesus christ according to christianity christian theology justification is the action of god where god changes our status or god changes the state of who we are from sin another word injustice to grace and justice in other words when a person willingly trusts and believes in the power of God to change his or her condition from a state of sinfulness to a state of righteousness, her or him is made just and right before God. So that begs the question for all of us, for all, as the scripture says, have you willingly trusted and believed in the power of God to change your sinful state. Have you been made right in the eyes of God by believing in what Jesus did for you on the cross? Justification is translated in the Greek and in the Latin to to mean in some technical legal terms, to make righteous. In Paul's letters to the Romans and the Galatians, he asked, how can someone become just before God? And then in direct contradiction and opposition to the legalistic Pharisees of the time, Paul answers his own question by teaching that individuals are not made just by works or deeds or obeying the laws of God. Rather, an individual stands before a holy God as a sinner and is completely dependent on the grace of God in and through Jesus Christ for righteousness. Because of Jesus Christ, we find in Romans 4.25, in Romans 4.25, Jesus, who was put to death for our transgressions and raised for our justification, because of Jesus. Jesus' purpose was to rise in order to justify us Have you been justified? Because of Jesus, the risen Christ, the sinner, which is all, which is everyone, which is you and me, can be acquitted from our guilt, sin, and death and can be forgiven and reconciled, made right with almighty, holy God. Uh, I don't have time for a funny story, but I want to tell you this anyway. Uh, My father-in-law is my mentor and uh, he has called on to the texting game and uh, in his in his 70s he calls them not text but notes hey did you get my note hey did you get my note i sent you a note uh, one time we got one of his texts one of his notes and We sent him a a long text about all these questions and his response, he said, I I love these notes because you can just, you can just get to the point. So we asked him all these things and he came back with, we good. I'm so thankful for Jesus because in Jesus and because of his death, burial, and resurrection, him overcoming hell, death, and the grave and sin for us, We good we good i i I use that often it's simple and to the point but the thing is i don't know if we all good in here and that's why it's so important that we share the good news of jesus christ that we share the gospel in each and every possible opportunity and way we can and if we need to we can use some words the gospel is best seen and explained to the way that we live our lives. And I hope and pray that we are living a life that represents a justified and sanctified life. With faith and trust in Jesus, being justified does not change the temptation to sin. And I hope you're hearing this. Being saved, accepting what Jesus did for you doesn't change the fact that we are still in a sinful state and we still battle sin. The grace of God though has pursued us. Early in this semester we talked about conviction and repentance. It's in the conviction and repentance of our sin and our our efforts to win the Holy Spirit reveals to us, convicts us of something that we're not doing that stands in opposition to God that we respond to that and we repent. It is the grace of God that justifies us. It is out of God's loving nature that we are offered the gift of justification, forgiveness of sin, a gift that none of us could ever or will ever earn. That's sermon one. Sermon two, very quickly. In terms of Christian theology, this term sanctification comes from the word saint. Both saint and sanctification deal with a degree of holiness. To be sanctified means to be set, to set something or someone apart for special use or purpose. To sanctify means to make more holy. This process or journey of becoming more holy or more like Jesus aligns with growing in our relationship with the Lord. It has to do with spiritual maturity Earlier this week, I got to speak to nine students who were making campus visits, and I got to speak in front of them, and I talked to them about the importance of you owning your own faith and growing your own faith. See, when we, when we are justified, that's part of owning our own faith to accept the fact that we are sinful, stand in need of a Savior. And we, when we accept what Jesus has done for us, and we accept Jesus' righteous, righteousness that changes our state, then, w- then we can move to growing our faith, which is sanctification. Daily, trying to be more like Jesus, trying to be more holy. I talked to a, a staff member today that asked me some questions and said that couldn't be at chapel, what's today's chapel message? And I gave them two of the three sermons and just, just real quick, I think that was a little more than they, they bargained for. Um, so i said get your money's worth and they said oh yeah yeah i did you need to own your own faith and grow your own faith and the sanctification process is a part of us growing in our relationship with god growing into who we were set apart to be holy like our father in heaven is holy second peter 3 18 but grow in the grace and knowledge of our lord and savior jesus christ to him be glory both now and forever. So thankful for the gospel choir leading us in praise and worship. He is worthy of our praise. He is worthy of everything that we could possibly give him that is good. And really the only thing of any value we have to give to God is the life that he gave to us after being justified by the grace of God in and through Jesus Christ we are made new in Christ Jesus and God starts to work starts the work of sanctification in our lives making us like Christ this process and this journey with God's help within the, from the Holy Spirit helps each believer embrace this journey and i can tell you after being on it for a while it's not any easier today than it was day one. And you're like, appreciate that. Thanks for the encouragement. Fact is, it's, life is hard. It's hard. Walking counter to our culture is hard. Making us like Christ, we have to own that effort. This is the process and the journey that we are on and it is most impacted by us applying god's word god's truth to our lives in every situation and continually not just today but throughout our lives john 17 17 through 19 real important sanctify them by your truth your word is truth as you sent me into the world i have also sent them into the world For their sakes I sanctify myself, and they also may be sanctified by the truth. Jesus set himself apart for a special purpose of God the Father. For those who have accepted Jesus Christ, and I'm asking you, for those, are you one of those, for those who have accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior, for Christian believers, after being justified by God's grace, after we good we are also set apart for the purposes of god we are also sanctified and sent like jesus prior to being sanctified prior to being justified before our salvation our lives looked like the world we acted like the world we lived lives separated from a holy god and from god's purposes and plans for our lives but now being justified and sanctified by God's grace, found in Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, our lives must start looking more and more like the Holy Son of God. We have to start living lives separate from the world, talking more like Jesus, thinking more like Jesus, acting more and more like Jesus. Sanctification is translated in the Greek and means holiness or a separation. In Christ Jesus, God's amazing grace granted us the gift of salvation and justification, a holiness because of Jesus. In sanctification, the Holy Spirit reveals and empowers us in this process, in this journey to maturity to being more holy, to be more like Jesus. It is God's grace that pursues us, guides us, directs us toward our creator, our heavenly father. It is God's grace that justifies us and reconciles us because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. Making us righteous before a holy God because of Jesus. That's what it's all about. It's God's grace that sanctifies us and helps us mature spiritually and grow to be more and more holy, more and more like Jesus, less and less like the world. Sanctification, justification. And here's what God put on my heart to kind of leave you with as you head toward your summer. seems way early to be talking about summer, but here we are. It's a powerful scripture and follow me if you would matthew 14 13 and 14 now when jesus heard about john he withdrew from there in a boat to a secluded place by himself and when the people heard about this they followed him on foot from the cities when he came ashore he saw a large crowd and felt compassion for them and healed their sick. I do not know what your last 12 or 13 months have been like for you personally. Like I said earlier, I don't know what your last 12 or 13 days have been like. And for some of you all who have communicated with me, I know the last 12 or 13 hours of your life has been difficult. and i don't have time to get into this but jesus and john they were good they saw each other and we good they had a special relationship scripture tells us that they were relatives probably cousins when the disciples came and told jesus That John had been beheaded. Jesus withdrew to a quiet place to be alone. See, sanctification means that we should be becoming more and more like Jesus. To know what Jesus was like means we got to spend more and more time in God's Word so that we can know how Jesus responded to situations. Over the last 12 or 13 months, whether you're sitting in here or you're watching or listening somehow, some way, your last 12 or 13 months has probably been, at some point in time, hard. Life is hard. Life is not fair. Life is uncomfortable. And in this world, we will endure hardship. We will endure trials. We will struggle. I have no idea what your summer looks like. You don't, but God does. To be a little more like Jesus, and I just want to apply this one example here, when something really horrible and tragic happened in Jesus' life. He withdrew in order to mourn, He withdrew in order to cope and to think and to figure out and to weep, I am sure. See, he got away from others in order to deal with what he was dealing with. Some of us have dealt with some tragic things in recent memory. And you've not gotten in a boat and gotten away. I encourage you this summer, however you've been damaged, however you have hurt, whatever you have dealt with, however hard, unfair, or whatever, if you haven't gotten in a boat and withdrew for a little while to a quiet place and let God deal with you, Let you mourn. Let you vent. Let you weep. Jesus did that. You may need to get in a boat this summer and get away. Jesus modeled that for us. Here's the other thing that caution you some of you have done that and you're still in the boat. If you, We don't know, the Bible doesn't tell us. We don't know when Jesus got away after hearing that news. We don't know if it took him three minutes to get to the shore on the other side. We don't know if that was three hours. We don't know. Here's the thing that Jesus teaches us and that we have to become more like Jesus. He needed to get in the boat to deal with what he was dealing with. And then he was called for a purpose. And that purpose was to, once he had gathered himself, composed himself, dealt with the news, then he went to the shore and he got out of the boat and he ministered to people. Scripture doesn't tell us this, but I put myself in Jesus' position And I would have probably just tried to take the long way around to the other side. We can't stay in the boat feeling sorry for ourselves forever. We need to get in the boat and get away, but you can't stay in the boat. You were justified and sanctified and set aside for a purpose and a reason. And that's to bring glory to God and to be used by the Holy Spirit to minister to those in need. And you got to get out of the boat in order to do that. So this summer, my prayer is going to be continually for you to grow to look more and more like Jesus. And in the process of doing that, I hope and pray that you dig into truth, which is the word of God. And I also hope and pray that you take the time to heal and you take the time that you need in order to be who God created you to be and to minister to those that you need to minister to. Pray with me. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for each person who sits here in this place or listens to this message. God, I pray for, for families, I pray for questions, I pray for answers, I pray for all that this summer holds for each one of us. God, I pray that we grow into being more and more like you. God, I pray for health, I pray for safety, I pray, God, that you get us in a boat and get us out of a boat like Jesus got in and out because you have a plans and purposes for us. God, minister to us, enable us, empower us to be the men and women of God you created us to be. God, we're going to be very careful to give you all the praise because you are worthy of our praise. All of these things, God, we pray in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And all God's people said, Amen. You all have a great summer. Thanks so much for listening. Hold this message in your heart and share it with others. And always remember, you are God's favorite creation. Catch you next week. Have a lovely day.